0: This is Colette from Rockwood Sessions, and you're listening to an audio recording of What Does It Mean to Be an Influential Artist? written by myself and Enlighten from our blog. When we lived in Boston, we used to go to weekly ciphers, often on Saturday nights in an alley in Central Square. We'd start as a small circle and the group would grow as people stopped to watch or join in. The mic was passed around, and each musician had their go, influencing the energy of the group with their message and melodies. It was steady, it was good. Then there was usually one person, grabbing the mic and letting it all go, who'd captivate the crowd in a way no one else could. This person uplifted everyone to their frequency. They had it. Sometimes it's hard to tell what it actually is, but you feel it when you see it in someone. They can touch something in your soul in a way not many can. So what is it? What makes some artists so great? We've spent some time on this question and have looked at artists who have enduring influence, and this is our attempt to understand why they have such impact. Our conjecture is that what it takes to be an influential artist comes down to a hypersensitive awareness of oneself and one's surroundings, self discipline, and charisma, the ability to inspire devotion in others. We were reading a book on Basquiat and found a quote that sums it up perfectly. He had this hypersensitive antenna up and pulled words and images out of the air, out of the TV, the radio, the stereo. The conversation. He believed in the magic of the moment, a cosmic synergy that the attuned spirit could harness and make visible. He was a magician. Glenn O'Brien. A great artist lives in full engagement with reality. They live in the present, they find magic in the mundane, and maintain a curious mind and a sense of wonder. They are dedicated truth seekers and go to the depths becoming researchers on human emotions, connections, and energy. At the source of their artistry is a need to understand themselves and the world around them. They become masters at channeling the abstract, giving it shape and form. Self-discipline is the ability to control one's feelings and overcome one's weaknesses. The ability to pursue what one thinks is right, despite temptations to abandon it. It's pretty self-explanatory. You're not always going to be motivated. It's not always going to be fun and inspired. But you have to do it anyway. In the words of Shia LaBeouf and Nike, just do it. Charisma is a compelling attractiveness or charm that can inspire devotion in others. Charisma seems to come from allowing yourself to be who you are. Who are you? Find that and be it. Charisma is what naturally manifests when you're in touch with yourself. It's your vibrating aura. People being their most authentic selves have the greatest chance at connecting with others. Have you known an artist who, because they were so freely themselves, gave you permission to unlock suppressed parts of yourself? Andre 3000's exploration of groove and use of unique cadences in Heya were bold and controversial in hip-hop in the late 2000s. He reshaped the role of rapper by instead becoming a multi-dimensional artist, singing, dancing, and making fashion statements that broke the mold and inspired a generation. Harry Potter had kids lining up outside of bookstores and libraries to devour the latest books. We grew up with wizards and dementors in a world of magic. Imagination was cool, and J.K. Rowling gave us the framework to explore the magic and imagination within ourselves. Charisma is what makes the artist and the art timeless. It's what keeps us reading, listening, and affected for decades. Art has the ability to transform us. Great art and artists guide us back to ourselves, create communities, provide an outlet for self-expression, and give life flavor. To quote James Baldwin, I remember standing on a street corner with the black painter Beaufort Delaney down in the village, waiting for the light to change, and he pointed down and said, Look. I looked, and all I saw was the water. And he said, Look again, which I did. And I saw oil on the water and the city reflected in the puddle. It was a great revelation to me. I can't explain it. He taught me how to see and how to trust what I saw. Painters have often taught writers how to see, and once you've had that experience, you see differently. For live sessions, philosophical discussions, and more blog readings, visit rockwoodsessions.com.